0: You are created by God. You are called by God. And if you are living your life in accordance to his will, he will equip you with everything that you need. This is She Beats It, your weekly reminder that no challenge is greater than God. We share stories of real Christian women beating the odds in life and business. This is the place where women overcome. This is where she beats it, whatever it is. Welcome to the She Beats It podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King, self-proclaimed hope dealer and God-centered girl. What's up, She Beats It family? I have some good news and some bad news for you, so keep listening. (laughs) That is so funny to hear myself say that. I want to remind you to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and to leave a five-star review. We are going to get to the good news and bad news in just a second, but I want to tell you what we're going to talk about in this episode. This episode is going to be about how what got you here will get you there. All right. Y'all stay with me. So here's the bad news. This is the last time you will hear my voice in 2019. And I know, I know it's hard for (laughs) y'all. I'm just being silly. That is because next week we have an amazing guest and this is the good news, right? So next week I have a guest interview with a woman named Kashina Smith. She is going to talk to us about parenting with purpose. So if you are a parent, you're a mom, you're, you know, you're a bonus mom, whatever, this is an episode you do not want to miss. It's such a beautiful story. And I was so excited to record with Kashina. But then after Kashina, the Wednesday after is Christmas. So, you know, we drop a new episode every Wednesday, or at least we try to. Let me just say that. Our goal is to drop a new episode every Wednesday. And so the last Wednesday of this year is Christmas, and I want to encourage you all to make sure you are spending that time with your families, but most of all, thinking about what the meaning is behind Christmas and why we celebrate that day. I'm not going to talk about that here, but I would just encourage you to dig deeper. Let me just make this comment. One of the things I'm doing with my daughters this year— Partly because of finances, but also because I don't remember one thing I got for Christmas last year. Like, do y'all remember? Because I don't. We're not exchanging gifts this year. Um, And I made that decision because I want them to understand what Christmas is about. And so we are going to spend some of our time showing the love of Christ to people who don't look like us. They may not be the same background or religion or have the same belief system, but we are going to show love. And I think, you know, I just want to try something new because I'm sure my kids don't know anything I got them. For Christmas last year. But I want to jump right into this topic of how what got you here will get you there. So, we are approaching the end of 2019, and many experts and influencers and all these people will tell you that what got you here won't get you there. And what they mean by that is there are things in your life you want to accomplish, whether that is in business, professionally, personally, relationships, right? You have all of these aspirations, and so a lot of people will tell you that you're going to have to do different things because what got you here won't get you there. That is partly true. Here is my take on it, though. I firmly believe what got you here will most definitely get you there. There is something inside of you. If you look around at where you are in life right now, sisters, I want you all to pause for a minute and think about what's going on in your life if you have a goal, a desire, an aspiration for God to move on your behalf, and if you are living your life in accordance with His will and His ways, right? absolutely what's inside of you. What got you here will get you there. There are some things inside of you that are good, right? I think so often that message tells us that we're not good enough, that we need to change so many things about ourselves, that there's so much that's just not right. So we have to like uproot all of this in ourselves. Now, I do believe that there are certain things that we need to die to spiritually to get better and to grow, Right. But it is also true that the good things in you, the good habits, characteristics, qualities that you possess, you are going to need to carry to the next level. And so as y'all are thinking about wrapping up 2019, I had lunch with a girlfriend and she was, before we went to go have lunch, I was talking to her on the phone and she's like, you know, I just want to make sure I do right, you know, in 2020 and do the right thing. I want to make sure 2020 is better. And I was like, hold on, girl, we got 34 days left in 2019. Let's just not skip to 2020. So this was a little while ago when I was having this conversation with her. And so I want to encourage you guys to make sure right? Number one, that you're not skipping to 2020, like this 2020 mindset. Start today, right? And nurture those qualities in you that are positive, that are beneficial, that have helped you in the past accomplish some things in your life by the grace of God. So I'm going to use myself as an example. So, as a child, I was always someone, right? A person who just had lofty dreams, lofty goals, lofty ambitions, all of these things that I wanted to do for God as a little girl. And I never really had a place in my life where I was like, oh, I can't do that. It was always in my mind, like, how are we going to get that done, right? I was irrationally passionate about my dreams, my desires, and my goals. And I was literally willing to do whatever it took. And so, what that means is that I would start things, right? I started this group, this step group at my church called P31 Ladies. I was always someone who would lead the cause of something, right? Or create something. And also something about me is that you could never make me do anything I didn't want to do. And this was problematic, right? With my parents, because obviously your parents are supposed to guide you and give you direction. And there are rules in place for a reason, but for me, I was like, ooh, let me just find out how I can get around that rule. Because if you tell me to do something, it just makes me not want to do it, right? I don't I don't know. Like, y'all, <laughs> raise your hand with me virtually if you're like that. And so I was just always strong-willed. But the benefit of that, though, is that when I learned how to nurture that and not let it lean into my rebellious spirit and my rebellious ways and, and really started to use it for the glory of God— You know, this culture that we live in, this society, this world will tell us to conform to their ways, to their thinking, you know, the tenets of this society. And for me, y'all, for me, I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I always tell people, like, I'm naturally a dissenter. I will find a way to go against the grain because if everyone is doing something, I just don't want any part of it. And you know, if you're a believer listening to this podcast, right, we are on the narrow path. We are... (laughs) The weirdos of the world who choose to live for God, who are unashamed of the gospel of Christ. And so that has always been in me, intrinsically in me, right? Just innately, that's just who I am. And so because of that, I have avoided some things. Now, I have gotten into some things because of that, because of my stubbornness and my unwillingness to listen to people in authority who were genuinely trying to help me. But at this time in my life, what got me on television talking with President Bill Clinton and another person and what got me, what helped me get out of the projects and what helped me never get involved in certain things. It was simply because of that temerity that I had to go against the grain and just to be like, well. I'm just going to do opposite, right? And so I am where I am, number one, by the grace of God, but also by the characteristics and the traits that God put in me. It's interesting because my youngest daughter is just like me in that way. She's just like books the system. She will buck the system just because she just wants to go her own way. And I would often have this conversation with my mom and she's like, I'm going to pray for her and her strong-willed nature. I'm just going to pray for that. You know, that's not good. And I'm like, no, it is good if it's, Refined and directed into the right direction because my strong willed nature has given me the boldness to stand against the things of the world, right? And when everyone is doing one thing, I'm like, all right, I'm cool. I'll do the opposite because God has called me to do this. So, what I pray for my daughter is that God would use her strong willed nature for his glory and that she may stand up against. Satan and his schemes to destroy her life, to destroy the lives of so many. So I'm going to give you an example. So if you're here in the United States, I've been telling y'all recently how we have listeners all over the world. If you are here in the United States, there was this big Popeye's chicken craze. So Popeye's is, for my international listeners, listeners, Popeye's is a fast food chicken restaurant, right? It's a fast food place that serves chicken. And their chicken sandwich, like Everyone all of a sudden was all about Popeye's chicken sandwich, so much so that people were fighting, people were getting injured and hurt and all of these crazy things just to get this Popeye's sandwich. Now, I'm going to be honest. I like chicken sandwiches. I'm a big fan of Chick-fil-A. I like chicken sandwiches, right? So it's not that I didn't like chicken sandwiches. But everyone was talking about this Popeye's craze. And they're like, oh, did you try the chicken sandwich? All my friends would ask me that. And I'd be like, no. And they're like, oh, you're not going to try it? I'm like, no, I don't want to try it because everyone else is. (laughs) Right? I'm like, I'm just not going to do it because the way that BK is set up, she's just going to do opposite of what everyone else does. So I'm kind of like beating a dead horse there. But I just want to encourage you that as we go into this season, you know, of a new year and we're looking at new things that are happening in our lives, hold on to the good things. Yes, there are going to be some negative things that you need to let die. Yes, there are going to be some things that you need to let go. But remember who you are is enough. You are created by God. You are called by God. And if you are living your life in accordance to his will, he will equip you with everything that you need. Give up this notion that what got me here won't get me there. Give that up. (laughs) release that, lay that down. I hope I took some pressure off y'all because when I I began to let myself understand that that's really what it's about, right? I just felt freedom in that. I felt free because I no longer had to do this major overhaul, you know? And I no longer looked at myself as someone who was doing all of these things wrong and who needed to change all of this and just had to do, oh my God, it was just so stressful for me. And I'm just like, you know what? There's some of what is inside Britney that is going to get me to where God is taking me. Because God called me to this, he formed me, and he knows, and he put things in me for the specific calling and plan he has on my life. He did it. He didn't do it for any anyone else. He didn't say Britney can go accomplish someone else's mission. He knew what I needed to fulfill his will and his destiny for my life. It's just, it's the truth. And I talked about this on a podcast a few episodes ago about how, you know, so many people misunderstand Jeremiah 2911. And it's so interesting because now there's this video going around with Stephen Ferdick talking about this exact topic. And I was like, oh, I just talked about that on my podcast. But so many people want to cling to Jeremiah 2911. And by all means, Please cling to every scripture in the word of God, right? And it talks about, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans, plans to give you hope and a future. And I mentioned on that podcast, you know, that the I in that verse is God. It does not say, for I know the plans I have with you and I will share them with you. It just tells you what kind of plans he has, right? Plans to prosper you, etc. And it simply says, I know the plans. And so when we get to the place where we understand as long as God knows I'm good, like, ladies, I literally had to just lay that down because God would tell me something. I'm in this place in my life now where God is asking me to do something that is totally to me, right? It is just incomprehensible. It doesn't make sense. It's like saying one plus one is three. I'm like, God, but he knows the plan. And as long as we know that he knows the plan, and we're willing to walk with it. Whatever it is he does, he says us to do or he does in our lives, we're going to be good. <laughs> I'd sent a text to my little brother this past weekend, you know, and I was talking to him about how there are things that are that will happen in our lives that are difficult and they are tough. And sometimes they just, we just want them to go away, right? Like, that's just the truth. We just wish that they were not. But the last part of my text to him said, It's hard because often we can only see a snippet of the quote trailer of our lives, but we can trust that God is the one writing and directing the script. So, guys, think about that as you're watching a movie, right? If you see a trailer to a movie, right, oftentimes we're only seeing like we don't see the full picture. We just see a snippet and we're like, oh, my God. But if God is the director, if he's the playwright. There's an insane amount of safety in that, like infinite amount of safety. And so I just want to encourage all in that. This is not going to be long today. I'm getting ready to go eat at my parents, right? <laughs> but I just wanted to share that with you. So as you go through 2019, as you wrap up and you finish strong, remember that. I want to tell you some new things we're going to do in 2020. And then I am going to close with a scripture per usual. So. In 2020, you know, 2019 was a bit of a tumultuous year for me because I was kicking cancers behind. Like, can we just be real? There were so many things happening in my life medically, and it took me out. So I could not show up in the world as I wanted to. But I understand that I was showing up in the world in the way that God knew was best for me, right? And so now that I'm getting into a season of renewed health and strength I am going to be up-leveling my Facebook group. If you are not in the Facebook group, get there like yesterday. She Beats It Squad on Facebook. We're going to be having live experts in that group coming in, talking to you about how you can beat the odds in life and business. We are going to focus a lot on things happening in the lives of women who are believers, right? We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about business, right? Because I'm a businesswoman, I'm an entrepreneur, but we're also gonna talk about life issues, right? How do you navigate life? I will also be doing more live videos. So if you do not follow me on Facebook, Inking King Hope Dealer, right? That is also my page on Facebook and Instagram at She Beats It. You're going to see us show up more so that we can walk alongside you and, you know, share stories of how God has been faithful. So I just wanted to share that with you before I wrap up and close with this scripture. Okay, ladies. So this scripture comes from 1 John 4 and it's verse 4. And I already know y'all have heard this a bajillion times, but I just want to talk about this for a minute as we think about how what we have in us right now will get us work to where we want to be. 1 John 4 says, My dear children, you come from God and belong to God. You have already won a big victory over those false teachers, for the Spirit in you is far stronger than anything in the world. So you probably heard this verse. This is the NASB version. Y'all know I like that translation. You probably heard this verse, I mean, the NIV. Um, translation or another translation that says, greater is he that is in me or greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And what the scripture is talking about and what it's addressing, the apostle John is writing this to believers to let us know, right? We are absolutely being attacked on every side by Satan, right? But the victory is won by our association with Christ. There is no... I've said this before, there is no battle between Satan and God. There's not even a thing, but Satan desires to take us out. So he will use every cunning, sneaky tactic he can to to destroy us. But if we cling to the hope that the victory is already won over the false teachers and understand that the Holy Spirit living inside us is much greater than anything outside in the world, we could be set free from some things, right? And I'm not even, I'm gonna take out the word much greater. This translation says far stronger. So in my mind, I get this picture of two people in a ring, right? In a wrestling match. And one person is far stronger. It's as if, why are we even concerned with who's going to get the victory? If one person is far stronger, right? It's done. It is finished. And because the Holy Spirit lives in you, you are well-equipped to go Into 2020. You are well equipped to finish out 2019, right? And be so encouraged by your victory. And I love the first part of that verse that highlights that we come from God and belong to God. It makes me think about my daughters and how I just like go straight mama bear on their behalf. Like I cannot think of anything that I would not do for my daughters in my fleshly, sinful, nature that doesn't even compare to how much God loves us. But I, right? Brittany's sinful self would do anything for my children. And they belong to me, right? And thank God they belong to God by default and that they have accepted God in their lives, right? Jesus Christ into their lives. And so I just wanted to leave that with y'all. I love you, sisters. Enjoy the rest of 2019. We will be back the first week of January. You will hear on January 1st, we are going to start the new year off strong. Make sure you listen next week to Kashina Smith as she talks about parenting with purpose. Thank you guys for listening in. That's it for the She Beats It podcast. I'm your host, Brittany King. Until next time, ladies, trust God to help you beat the odds.